0: Good morning and welcome everybody. This morning we have Pastor Ashish Raichur from Bangalore uh, here with us and we're going to have a conversation with him and it's going to be amazing, it's going to be good. I've known Pastor Ashish for a while now and I keep seeing him in the in the pastors and leaders uh, meeting here in Bangalore where he um, he hosts this breakfast for all the pastors and leaders in the city and and it's been an honor getting to know him personally and to learn from him uh pastor ashish thank you for agreeing to, to doing this podcast and it's thank you. it's an honor to have you with us thank you
1: pastor Bridgie. it's an honor to be with you and
0: and i i have to tell you i constantly listening listen to all the sermons on your uh, uh, church channel and you know I'm really blessed by the teaching and uh, you know there are so many of your books that I continue to recommend to my uh, people in our church and wherever I travel especially the marriage uh, book uh, it's become like the, the see the course for our all the people that have to get married in our church have to do the book and it's been a big blessing. Pastor how long have you been in the ministry now?
1: Um. Well, I started ministering from the age of, I think, 13 or 14.
0: Okay. So, yeah, it's been, it's, it's been a long <laughs> <it's> been while. <laughs> several decades. You know? Yes, yes, yes.
1: Uh, but uh, I would say, you know, the real serious work started uh, when we planted the church in uh, 2001. Okay. So before that, I was, you know, uh, I was doing small ministry. It wasn't right. necessarily very focused. Uh, but from in two thousand and one, we started All People's Church. Okay. So, uh, as far as APC is concerned, it's been a little over seventeen years here in Bangalore.
0: Okay, and um, and can you can you in brief tell us your first experience of coming to the Lord and in your personal encounter with God and how your life got touched by the Lord?
1: Yeah, it was um, it was actually very uh, simple. Nothing, uh, I, I, nothing actually dramatic happened in the mm-hmm. sense I was. In school, uh, this was just before my 13th birthday. Mm -hmm. I was studying here in Bangalore, Mm -hmm. Bangalore, in Bishop Cottons. And a friend of mine just invited me to the chapel during a lunch break, Mm -hmm. you know. And so I just went with him. And uh, there, uh, one of the school teachers, his name was uh, Mr. Andrew Taylor, uh, he told me to come back the next day. And he just prayed, you know, spent a few minutes with me, prayed with me, led me in a prayer uh, to commit my life to Christ. Uh, nothing dramatic happened, it was very simple, not that I understood everything that was happening. right? But one thing I can say is something changed in me. At it was like a spark that was lit because right. from the very next day I started going back mm. to that prayer uh, group that met mm. every afternoon during lunch. Then I started reading my bible and then right. this whole passion to preach the gospel came. Mm. Uh, so there was nothing spectacular, mm-hmm. but yet there was very definite work that God was doing and that's how it started.
0: Amazing, amazing. So over the years, how has your uh, passion for God and for the ministry what you fueled it What how did it increase mm. how did your passion for God increase because so often uh, we have uh, so many people who start well and mm. you know then they get stuck at some point and uh, refuse to increase or grow or go beyond so what was it what how how what were the things that kept adding to your life and increasing from mm. there on till here
1: yeah I think one uh, maybe just you know, I'll just mention one or two things but one I think having a vision Mm-hmm.
0: Um,
1: uh, really kept me going and continues to keep me going and in the sense uh, by the time I was 15, it mm-hmm. was two years after I gave my life to Christ, I had this dream I would say mm-hmm. of uh, wanting to do something significant for God. Okay. Uh, part of the dream was to establish a strong church in the city of Bangalore okay. and to impact India as a nation Right. and that, that from the age of 15 until now, it just yeah. keeps burning in my heart.
0: It's you know? the same dream, same the dream, same vision. You
1: know, to go after that. Like, so I'm constantly praying, constantly thinking, constantly mm-hmm. working towards. How can we impact Bangalore? How can mm. we impact India? So mm. that that you know really fuels everything, mm. uh, and so we're constantly praying towards it, constantly working towards it, and seeing how. Um, of course, to in you know, all then the next thing is in order to achieve that dream, mm. is where you know there has to be the personal spiritual growth, right? Right. There has to be the growth of ministry and all those things, which God, you know, by His grace and as we pray and as we seek God, that keeps building up. Mm-hmm. So I think it just in my own life, if I would look back, having that. Vision constantly before me, right, and then working with God, journeying with God into that, mm. uh, really helps keep that passion and fire alive. On, and alive.
0: So, so uh, just to be honest, Pastor, have you ever thought that it's uh, it's unachievable? Or uh, I, I'm I'm sure you've you've uh, had your highs and lows, and yet, have you ever had a moment where you thought, okay, it, it, I don't think it's going to be possible, or I think uh, I need to change my plan, or I need to change my dream. Uh, at mm. any point in this?
1: Well, actually, uh, I don't want to sound proudful or anything, but I don't yeah. think there was any point in time that right. I said that dream would not right. happen. Mm. Uh, but definitely, uh, it is the, the journey into it has been sometimes different from what I envisioned. Right. You know? right, right, The time it takes to grow into it was right. definitely different. Hmm. But uh, there's never been a time when I said, you know, I'm giving up on the dream. It's right. not going to right. happen. It's always there. It's always burning. Right. Uh, just that the journey may be a little longer or the route taken may be a little different. Different, yeah. Uh, and that's where you walk with God step by step. Absolutely. You know?
0: and, and, and the route that uh, you would walk through to reach your dream may not be the same route everybody else you know god has his own ways and processes and right. uh you know the the desti- you know according to their destiny you know right. god's way of working is different for different people mm. so what would you say to encourage uh leaders young leaders that are probably faced with uh, obstacles or distractions or you know those uh, they are they're stuck at some point in life and and they have a vision mm. or a dream but it, you know they're not able to see that fulfill and what would you say to encourage them uh, in that time?
1: Yeah so one is, uh, you know we must just don't let go of that vision yeah. you know because if God has put it in your heart, mm-hmm. He will make sure you get there. Right, you know, right. It may be a little longer. Mm. Uh, the journey may be a little different than from what we envision. But God right. makes sure we get there. So the most important thing is don't quit mm-hmm. on that dream. That's true. And yeah. Don't give it up. Don't give up on that dream. Mm. Uh, the second thing is it's always okay to... Uh, I mean, the ideal thing would be if we could always encourage ourselves mm-hmm. and pick ourselves up. Mm-hmm. But the fact is we need... Encouragement to be put into our lives. Right, right. So we should always have means or channels by which. Uh, we can have that word come to us, you know, whether it's through good friendships that we surround ourselves with Mm. or whether it's through some disciplines. Like for me, uh, it was, uh, uh, you know, I I like to read books, I like to listen to sermons and Mm. messages. So that's a way for me to be constantly encouraged and um, to feed my spirit so that I can, you know, even if I'm down, I can pick myself up uh, through that word that that is ministered to me as I hear or read a book. And, and then, uh, and, and keep growing into that.
0: Yeah. Absolutely, yeah. absolutely. On that point, because you mentioned it, uh, how important is it, uh, like the concept of having people around you who will speak into your life, especially, uh, you know, a, a godly mentor or, or you know, uh, teachers mm. or, or counselors who who are continually speaking life into uh, into you, even as you pursue your dream. Because so often, um, you know, as young people, you know, who are who are passionate about ministry, it can sometimes become challenging to listen to advice or receive uh, help from uh, right. someone elder. Uh, so how important is it for you to have a mentor or uh, a leader who is speaking into your life as much as you are speaking into others?
1: Yeah, yeah. You know, I, I, I think, uh, uh, let's say, uh, you know, I, I feel it, it is very important. Right, But just uh, in my own personal, and I don't want to sound hypocritical here, because mm-hmm. <laughs> in my own personal journey, uh, be, uh, at least in my early days, and right. going from there, I, I really didn't, I couldn't find people. Right, you know, right. Those days, that I'm talking about, uh, you know, 86, 87, 90, uh, uh, you know, there were not that many spiritual right. leaders that you could go to. Uh, right. I was talking Bangalore, mm. and, and where I studied. And so a lot of the journey I personally had to make, I had to make right. alone in right. the physical sense. But I was learning to draw through, like I said, the resources, right, right. the books and mm. whatever I could listen to. Mm-hmm. And so that became a way for myself. But mm-hmm. but definitely there is value in the relationships. Through yeah. People get god So yeah. if God has given you access mm. uh, to godly men or women who can um, uh, speak into your life, be yeah. like a father figure without controlling you, without... Yeah. Uh, you know, possessing you, right, right. but can be a, a, a true spiritual father, a mentor, a mm. coach in your life. Then definitely, mm. you know, we need to mm. uh, welcome that. Right. Uh, if that is not possible, if you don't have access, mm. then the next best option is, you know, at least read their books and yeah. listen to their messages so that, uh, you know, you can learn from absolutely, them. Yeah.
0: Absolutely, absolutely. And, and and coming to the point of uh, us being leaders who are leading others, uh, you know, sometimes, uh, like you said, you know, we can get into that place where, uh, the thing that we are saying may may look uh, manipulative, may may even look uh, very hard for them to listen. So, what is the biblical or the Jesus kind of way to correct people, uh, or you know, to direct them in the right way? Especially mm. when when you know that you know these the the life decisions may be depending on what you tell them, or right. you know. So, how can as leaders we be very careful enough to lead them with love, mm. and at the same time, you know, speak. Speak the truth, speak the fact that, mm. you know, what they are doing probably may not be the right or the best choice for them.
1: Yeah, yeah. Some of the scriptures that really have helped, me, helped shape my thinking here. Right. You know, Paul says, Second uh, Corinthians 1, I think it's verse 24, he writes to Corinthians, he says, you know, uh, uh, that he tells them, uh, Corinthians, we do not have dominion over your faith. Yeah. And then uh, later on in uh, chapter 12 and also again in chapter 13, he writes and he says, you know, God has given us authority Mm -hmm. for your edification and not your destruction.
0: Right, right.
1: So uh, when we as leaders, of course, we have to use our authority in order to speak into people's lives. Yes. Uh, We have to guide them. We have to, you know, we want to definitely keep them from harm and error and danger. Right. Uh, And so we speak that. We speak the truth in love. Mm -hmm. Uh, We speak in ways that they're able to understand. Right, right. Uh, But... Uh, We also have to keep in mind that some people may not be able to receive it. Receptive, yes. And if they don't receive it, then that's when we just let them walk it out with God. Mm. And we do not have dominion over their faith. Mm -hmm. We are not going to use our authority to push, you know, destroy them. Mm -hmm. Uh, So, to that extent, you know, we speak in love. Mm. Uh, We speak out of the concern we have. But Mm. then, we also we have to let people have the freedom to make their decision their final choice yeah.
0: not not uh controlling their life not making the decision for them Correct. and uh, that that's very important pastor mm-hmm. uh and uh and pastor, something that i have personally been experiencing in this uh season is this uh um this trying to maintain this balance between um you know depending on god and mm-hmm. at the same time you know uh being uh uh, submissive to people the people mm. that are, are god that god has placed around us and so so often uh, one can find ourselves at a place where people's voices maybe they are good people you know mm. good mm. people people that you sometimes even look up to uh, their voices can seem contradictory to what what god wants you to do uh, and uh, and at that time you know you you know what how would you help somebody who is going through that phase where you know you uh, the, this is what the people around you are speaking to you or asking you to do, and yet, you you have this deep conviction, you know, that God wants, God is leading you in a different direction, mm-hmm. uh, and and you know that taking that step may actually you know compromise your relationship with the uh, Mm -hmm. you know these people that you are having a conversation with or you have a relationship with so how would you encourage them to you know probably you know make the right choice in that season
1: yeah see ultimately all of us are going to give an account to the Lord himself absolutely so our final accountability is to God is to God yes and thank God for people who can speak into our lives but on the day when we stand before Christ, Mm. we are answering to Jesus himself. Absolutely. You know, so uh, I think especially when we come to a place of maturity Mm. and we are now uh, moving forward, Mm. while we must receive godly counsel, godly input, the wisdom of uh, the fathers whom God has put around us, Mm. ultimately we have to make our decision. Mm-hmm. Aligned to the call of God on our lives, mm. and so uh, 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 that's what should drive us or motivate us. It's right. like what Paul says in First Corinthians four and verse four. He says, "You know, uh, there's no one, no man, you know, who's going to judge me, but yes. God is going to reveal the secrets of my heart." Yes, yes. And then also in Galatians, he says, "You know, I did not confer with flesh and blood, mm. uh, but I went out to do what." I was called to do. But yes. then there's also that element where he tested what he was preaching with right. the apostles. But right. he did go out and do what God called him to do. So I think uh, if it comes to that, uh, I strongly feel we have to do what God has called us to do because yeah. we have to be accountable to God finally. Right, right. And uh, if it means that it in some way it um, displaces or rearranges uh, our some uh, of human our relationships, relationships, that yeah. is perfectly fine. Uh, we should be prepared for it. Mm. And uh, God will Help us make the journey. Absolutely, yeah, absolutely.
0: Right. Pastor, any any advice for young ministers that are in the process of probably starting a church, or you know, um, or wanting to start a ministry? Mm. Uh, any anything that they should put into place? Because I know how much I have been blessed. Uh, you know, mm. or from what you shared about. Um, maintaining the difference between you know ministry and, and family and home. Mm-hmm. What would you tell them to do early on in, in ministry, early on in life, so that you know ten years down the lane, mm-hmm. it'll be much easier for them to handle things.
1: Yeah. Um, uh, one one thing I uh, try to tell people often is always operate from a place of strength. Mm-hmm. So that means I, I try to put myself in a place of strength and from there operate. Okay. So for example, uh, you know, and it applies both to the spiritual and to the natural. Okay. So in a spiritual uh, sense, look, uh, uh, if you're going to start a church, if you're going to start a ministry, mm-hmm. uh, build capacity, spiritual mm-hmm. capacity, make mm-hmm. yourself strong. Right. Uh, 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 You know, and do it before you start the church. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm not saying, you know, we have to wait till we become huge, powerful people. But uh, have that capacity in you. Mm -hmm. Make sure, like Jesus said, you know, you have what it takes to build the tower. Build, yes. You know, before you start out to do. So count the cost, build the spiritual capacity. Make sure you keep growing from there, you know. And same thing when you're about to start ministry. There is also the natural side to Mm -hmm. the ministry. There is the organizational side. There is, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, financial side. So Mm -hmm. to whatever extent possible, Mm -hmm come into a place of strength before you launch out yeah you know? okay. and it could mean different things for different people for some people it may mean you work for a while and then uh, then you you know then you launch out mm-hmm. uh, it in you know, a god can you know however it is uh, organizationally financially you come into a place of strength before you step out
0: absolutely because when
1: you operate from a strength place of strengths uh, you know, you're you're more likely to succeed, to succeed yeah. uh, in, uh, and avoid a lot of the pain and the struggles. That's yeah. true. So um, uh, hopefully that will help somebody.
0: Yeah. Yes, yeah. yes, absolutely. Pastor, would you, in, in conclusion, like say a word of prayer for those who are listening sure. and, and also uh, if there's anything that God has put in your heart for, you know, uh, young leaders in our generation uh, that sure. you want to speak to them, you can just share and just say a word of prayer for yeah, them. yeah, sure.
1: Yep. Uh, it's it's a joy to be with Pastor Prezi and also share these thoughts. Um, and for people, young leaders, you know, I uh, I would just encourage you to you know, continue to build strength, strengthen your character, strengthen your roots in God. And, uh, you know, out of all of that will come forth the ministry uh, that God has for each of us. Absolutely. So let's pray together. Yeah. yeah. Father, we thank you for this time together. I pray for each of us each one, God, who's uh, listening uh, to this podcast. I pray right now that by the power of the Holy Spirit, encouragement will come into their hearts. Mm. That if there be people uh, who have uh, been discouraged in any way, mm. uh, some even thinking of giving up on the call of God, Father, mm. I pray that today there will be a turning point, there will be an encouragement yeah. coming in, mm. that they will determine in their hearts by the empower of the Holy Spirit to rise up and press on, mm, and keep yes, pressing Lord. in to yes, the plans Lord. and purposes of God for their yes, lives. Yes, and Lord. Father, for those who may be troubled or disturbed by uh, uh, things that have been that have been spoken in their lives, and. Uh, the voices they are hearing, the advice being given that may be even sometimes contrary to the call. I pray that today there will be a heavenly resolve coming in that they will choose the call of God above Mm. the voice of man. Amen. That they will choose what you have Mm. rather than the suggestions and things that are coming to them Mm. from people around them. Mm. Lord, strengthen each one and help us by your grace Mm. to fulfill your purposes and let Christ Jesus be glorified in each of our lives. Mm. We pray that this in Jesus name. Amen.
0: Amen. 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 Pastor, you have you. so many resources and and books. Which one, which of these would you suggest for uh, young leaders and church planters?
1: Yeah. Uh, the one book that I would recommend is called Code of Honor. Yeah. Uh, it's basically some life lessons that right. uh, I've been able to learn. And I thought, uh, you know, just to put it all together so that it may be useful and helpful to people who are you know, starting out in the ministry, so I definitely encourage people to read that. The yeah. code of honor. Code of honor.
0: We'll put a link for that in this podcast okay. for those of you. Uh, and uh, and how can people connect with you, Pastor, with the church? What is the best way for them to connect?
1: Yeah, just uh, email is good. Okay. Yeah, uh, you can email me or email the church office. Okay. Uh, and uh, yeah, we'll be happy a- and to. And the reply. website
0: is apcw.org, right? Uh, yeah,
1: apcw.org. Dot org. Yeah. So okay. if you want to send an email, you can send it to contact at. A-p-c- apcwo.org
0: amazing thank, thank you. you so much for doing this pastor we really respect and honor you
1: thank you pastor mm-hmm. God bless you Thank Thanks. you.
0: that's all for this week as you prepare for a new week ahead may we request your continual prayer
1: and financial support for the ministry here at Bangalore Revival Centre and also for our mission work in different and diverse parts of India Africa and around the world every dollar or rupee you contribute will actually make a life-transforming difference to many. Find all the information for making your generous contributions at PastorPriji.com